America, America was not built on a firm foundation. The nation called America was doomed from its inception. How do you build a nation? Killing the native people. How do you build a nation? Bringing a whole people out of Africa to America to be made slaves. This is your foundation. The world is looking at a country going to hell. You are opting to be a part of that that is unraveling right in front of your eyes. You see the country cascading downward. This is America. Why do you want to get into something that is coming to an end? So we are living in the time of the unraveling of this great nation. There you have it, family. That is from our beloved minister, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Peace and blessings. Uh, my name is Sister Shantae X. Thank you all for tuning in. As we shared yesterday, as we were reading the final call, we're going to be reading the centerfold uh, from this week's final call as well. Article by the Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan entitled The Truth About the Great Mother Wheel. So let me pull up the article. We're going to jump right on into it. And it... Okay. All right, perfect. So you all can see the screen very good. Awesome. All right, so this is the final call uh, newspaper, The Truth About the Great Mother Wheel, Two Natures of the Wheel, Life and Death, Blessing or Curse by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And editor's note, the following article contains excerpts from a message delivered by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as part 52 of his lecture series, The Time and What Must Be Done. Given the U.S. government's recent admission of the existence of flying, uh, recent admission of the existence of flying crafts, often referred to as UFOs in a June 25th report, we reprint. This vital message from Minister Farrakhan, which reveals the truth about these crafts, 
their purpose, and their creator. This message originally aired on Saturday, January 4th, 2014, and is now available in its entirety on MP3, DVD, and CD. You can visit store.finalcall.com to order. And again, we encourage our readers to get this message in its entirety. So let's begin, family. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad started learning and teaching of this great will called the Mother Plane around 1932. Ten years later, in 1942, after the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, the temple, as it was called at that time, was raided by law enforcement officials under the guidance of the FBI. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad's home was also raided, and the teachings that Master Farad Muhammad had left with him were taken from the home and the temple. Later, he was questioned by the FBI on the drawing of the will and his writing about it that they had taken from the temple, and he explained to the government of the United States and to the FBI, one, its aim and purpose, two, who made it, and three, why it is now above America. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it was a masterpiece of mechanics and engineering and that nothing like this has ever been seen before. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it is the greatest military weapon ever developed in the annals of the history of Allah God and man in this universe. He said that the vision of this will was seen thousands of years before it came into being or became a reality. He said that this weapon was made for the purpose of destroying this present world in the final battle with the forces of evil that had ruled our present world. Some of the prophets were given the ability to envision it and were terrified and overcome by the majesty of such a dreadful weapon that was the greatest mechanical object ever made, a masterpiece developed by the master to assert his mastery, that he, made, that he had come to sit down the tyrants that had ruled humanity for 6,000 years and to set justice in the earth and to set up a kingdom of peace on this earth that would never be destroyed. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that this great will was made for military purposes, for it was to engage in the great battle in the sky that would end this world and usher in that world that the prophets exclaimed would come at the end of the 6,000 year rule of the enemy of Allah God and the enemy of the Aboriginal people of the earth. Scripture supporting prophecy existing of the son of man in the great will. In the scriptures of the Bible, we read that Moses was guided and protected by this cloud that was a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. But no such will was in existence in the time of Moses. So what we read of Moses in this cloud and fire and light coming from this cloud to be part the to part the Red Sea and destroy Pharaoh's army did not happen like that 4000 years ago. But that was a prophetic symbolic picture of the end of this world and the destruction of the armies of this world and the power that holds sway over the people. Again, this will that is sometimes called a chariot came down and picked Elijah up. That did not happen with Elijah the prophet, but that Elijah in the book of 2 Kings was a sign of the Elijah that would come at the end of this present world. The chariot that picked up Elijah in the cloud and the pillar that guarded and protected Moses in the vision of Ezekiel of a cloud by day and a pillar by uh, a fire by night 
that was so dreadful that he cried out in exclamation, oh, will, oh, will. This is all in Ezekiel family. And the last person or prophet that a cloud or will is mentioned with is Jesus, but not the historical Jesus. In the book of Acts chapter one, the scripture teaches that some of the disciples saw Jesus going away in a cloud or in a wheel like plane. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from, from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And it is written in the book of Matthew chapter 24, that the same Jesus that was seen going away in this manner will come back in like manner in the clouds of heavens. And then shall appear the sign of the son of men in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Well, men don't move about on clouds except in planes. In this plane, as the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us, is made like a wheel. Not that it is a wheel, but it is made like a wheel, circular in motion, circular in make. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad in an August 24th, 1973 article in the Muhammad Speaks newspaper titled, O Wheel Part One, Messenger Muhammad's analysis of Ezekiel's will, he writes, it has been over 2000 years since the revelation of the book entitled Ezekiel. The Bible scholars are a little confused over an exact date of Ezekiel's vision of the will. Some of the Bible scholars are actually doubtful as to whether or not they, there was an Ezekiel living or not. They arrive at their various conclusions concerning the book of Ezekiel and whether or not he was a living prophet or whether the book of Ezekiel is a vision of a prophet or not because of the style of the writing of the book. Ezekiel is called a priest in chapter one, verse three of the book of Ezekiel in the Bible. Now, now let's look at this will since it really wasn't in existence during the time of Moses who lived 4,000 years ago. It wasn't in existence in the time of Elijah in the ninth century before Christ. It did not exist during the time of this one named Ezekiel. And it was not in existence during the time of Jesus the prophet but it would become a reality in the time of the one that Jesus prophesied will come after him in the last days of this present world. Elijah and Moses prefigured not the prophet Jesus, but the great Messiah, Jesus, who would come at the end of this present world and the will would be with him. Come on. And this Jesus that is seen at the end of the present world is referred to in the language of the son of man. This transfiguration means that the figure of God came across the person and character of Jesus so that God was sending himself through Jesus to the world. So this is the meaning of Messiah, a man in whom is the indwelling spirit of God himself. All praise is due to Allah. Who is the son of man? This son is born out of the longing of the original family to deliver them. 
because all members of the original family have longed to be relieved from the oppressive hand of this new people who were made to rule that have come on our planet. Ezekiel in the Bible is also referred to as a son of man. If there is a question as to whether Ezekiel, 595 years before the prophet Jesus lived, yet there had to be a man that had a vision of this will, but he was not the reality of the fulfillment of it, which would come at the end of this present world. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that this quote-unquote son of man represents the coming of God in person, but he is coming out of the direction of the east, and he is journeying toward the west. Why should he come toward the west? Because it is in the west that the lost sheep or the people of Allah God would be that had to be delivered from a modern Pharaoh, a modern oppressor. And the one that would come up from them is the Jesus that the Jesus of 2000 years ago prophesied would come in his name at the end of the present world. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says, this great masterpiece of science and engineering and technology that the scientists of this world say the technology they have seen demonstrated in these wheels is millions of years ahead of themselves in what they know. The wheel was made on the island of Nippon that is now called Japan. He said some of the finest brains of the original people were used in making this great object of military science. And this will, as it rose up from the earth, it came following the son of man from the east, now even unto the west. And this great will, will is sitting upon, excuse me, is sitting above the state of the United States of America, 40 miles out of the earth's atmosphere in space. So the mountain that all these prophets went up into to get up to the will, it represents a powerful nation where the science and wisdom of that nation makes it the pride of the nations of the earth, like a great mountain. And above America is the presence of that great wheel, that great mother plane. The two natures of the mother plane referencing the 1973 Muhammad Speaks series. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 19, when Moses said, Pharaoh, I present excuse me, I present before you this day two signs, one of life and one death, one of blessing and one of cursing. He gave the people of Pharaoh and Pharaoh the chance to choose between life and death. And Moses encouraged Pharaoh to choose life that you and your seed may live. So it is with that will that is above our heads. When you understand the two natures of that will, then the government and people of America and the people of the earth have to choose now between life and death, between blessing or cursing. And so it is with Elijah. So it was with Jesus the prophet. Every time these men came, the kings and rulers and the people of that day had a choice to make between life and death. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that Jesus was the last prophet to the Jews. He, he offered them life and he warned them of the end of their civilization. Unfortunately, they rejected him and sought out his death. So today in the time of the presence of the great Messiah, you are offered again the choice between life and death, between blessing and cursing. Suffice it to say 
The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the will was made for the purpose of the destruction of this present world, the armies of the world, the rulers of the world, the people that go along with wickedness in the world, that's death. The will comes in the time of Elijah, in the time of a great and dreadful day, a day with two different dispositions. Muhammad Speaks newspaper, May 25th, 1973, in his article titled, Ezekiel's Will, Mother Plane, Battle in the Sky. He writes, the Bible and Holy Quran, both books, refer to the final war between God and the devil that would be decided in the sky. The Caucasian people were given the authority and power in 6,000 years to rule us, the black nation of earth. But at the end of 6,000 years, there would be a great time of trouble and a great display of the signs of this final war between God and the enemy of God, the devil. These signs would serve as a warning to us and what we may expect. And as we see today, these signs are coming to pass. And all of the other signs and prophecies of such signs appearing just around that time of the ending and destruction of the world of evil and the enemy of God. And the displaying of these signs, as Jesus mentioned, some in the heavens and some of these signs on earth in the preparation to be made for a final battle between God and Satan and his minions. The enemy has conquered both land and sea travel. The sea used to, to serve as a barrier against him. But now the enemy has conquered the sea. The enemy now can go over the surface of the sea in the worst of storms. And he can go through her with undersurfacing boats as well that you call, that you call submarines. And now the Caucasian has cast his eyes into space to the sky to conquer it. And he is doing that. The enemy having knowledge of what they may expect today is spending billions of dollars on space travel. He has now brought the moon to him and has seen some of the stars. But the main thing I guess you are thinking is, can he win against Allah God? If Allah God and his prophets have foretold the outcome of this battle of the sky, it is impossible for the enemy to win. What makes it impossible for the enemy to win is because they have not the power of the forces of nature, while the power of the forces of nature is in the hand of Allah, making it impossible for the enemy, Satan, the devil, the wicked, to win in a war of this sort. No, he continues by stating, the enemy cannot win against the God on the earth, so why waste billions of dollars to fight against the God who has power over the heavens and the earth? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad continues in his writings asking the question, why all of this hurry to try to ascend into the heavens for a close-up peek into the planets when you are destined to be defeated? Both books, Bible and Holy Quran, prophesy of a great defeat for you. The Holy Quran refers to the heavens as being a guarded canopy and warns you that they have a flame waiting for you. In the Holy Quran, chapter 72, um, ayat 8 and 9, and we sought to reach heaven, but we found it filled with strong guards and flames. And we used to sit in some of the sitting places thereof to steal a hearing. But he who tries to listen now finds a flame lying in wait for him. 
Now this is directed to the National Security Agency, NSA, of the United States government that has developed a way of listening in on everyone and everything, the universal snooper, as Almighty God Allah through the Honorable Elijah Muhammad calls him. But oh, NSA, you are trying to get a hearing on that exalted assembly, but you'll find waiting for you a flame. Continuing in his article, the Bible also prophesies in the book of Revelations, the last book of the Bible, that fire was used to destroy the enemy after they ascended on the breath of earth, which is called air. So we see them going up on the breath of the earth daily. What is their plan for wanting to land on the moon since they know they cannot make the moon their home? The enemy would have to continue to live off the Earth's air, oxygen, and hydrogen. The Earth would still have to produce all their food for them. So it is useless to think of any planet other than Earth as a home for the people of the Earth. Then why are they spending billions of dollars just to go and look at these planets or try to land people on the moon? What are their plans for Mars and Venus since they cannot live on these planets? Do they think these planets serve as great fortifications of God and they could cast their bombs in these planets and destroy them? Or do they fear attacks upon themselves coming from these planets? Now, this is not necessary. The enemy is not that great in the eyes of Allah God, point blank period. The earth has all the weapons necessary to destroy this enemy. And this enemy, Satan, cannot leave the earth's surface unless it pleases Allah God. Allah God has power over the very life veins of the body. Allah has power over the brain cells of our body. Just what do they have in mind in wanting to go to the moon since they cannot live there very long, even when they get there? It is very expensive to feed and water people on the moon, though quite a bit could be carried there. But what do they have in mind? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad then writes, do they think they could fight God from the moon? Do they think they could attack the wheel from the moon? Just remember the old Bible's prophecy in the book of Isaiah, the 14th chapter, the 15th verse, thou may ascend above the clouds into the heavens, but ye but yet will I bring thee down to the sides of hell. Or you may go on the bottom of the sea and that they are doing today. The Holy Quran further says that whenever God gets ready to destroy a people, he opens up the heavens for them and gives them the pleasure of what they seek or lust after. And then he destroys them. The Holy Quran further prophesies um, that the heavens would be open to this people and the veil of every secret would be removed. This prophecy does not mean that the enemy will, after that, be able to win against the God in a battle between them and God. Muhammad Speaks newspaper, June 8, 1973. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad continues his writing on the will in the article titled, Ezekiel's Will, The Battle in the Sky. In the battle in the sky, it is scientifically clear that the wheel, the mother plane, will be the victor due to the fact that nature has given, excuse me, due to the fact that nature has given anyone the advantage over the other if the other is not able to produce the type of weapon that is needed to overcome the attack of that one enemy. 
When the prophet Ezekiel saw this battle in the sky and saw the wheel, the mother plane, that would be the victor. This was encouraged. This has encouraged us, the black nation, to have confidence in the victory of that wheel, the great mother plane that is above our heads over the United States of America. When the prophet Ezekiel saw the vision of this wheel, mother plane, Ezekiel became a little excited in his words. Ezekiel said, oh, will, oh, will. And Master Farad Muhammad, our savior, affirmed it. The will, the mothership, is one of the greatest wonders of man in making military weapons. The black scientists knew at that time that they built the mothership under the direction of Master Farad Muhammad, that the mothership and its well-trained crew would have to fight with her America and the other nations of the earth. The well-trained crew of the mothership, the wheel, can dodge the enemy and make the enemy look for the wheel where the wheel is not. Wow, uh, praise is due to Allah. As the word goes, the crew of the wheel can elude the enemy anywhere in the sky that this crew desires to elude them. So when actual fighting has been declared against the armies of the wicked of this planet, the enemy will never get near enough to do any harm to that wheel. Actually, the mothership, the wheel, serves as a carrier for 1,500 deadly prepared planes with which to visit mankind on planet Earth. Do not look for the wheel, he writes, the mother plane, because it is not out there for you to find it when you are looking for it. Elijah Muhammad continues in that article. I am so happy that Allah God has prepared this unmatchable weapon to save us, the black people of America. It carries supplies for the crew of this made wheel like plane. It is something to marvel at the battle in the sky. As the black man has been on the planet earth for billions and trillions of years and the black man has been here that long and there is no doubt about it. Do you think that the black man would allow the made man, the enemy that has been on the planet earth for only 6,000 years to outwit the black nation and the God of this nation in any war, whether it be physical or mental. Then he writes, if I were the Caucasian, I would just give up and not try to fight an old ancient people who were here before the father of your people, Yakub. Even the even thought of making a new people, the Caucasian race. There is plenty that we will be discussing about this will in the battle in the sky. Remember the words of the scripture. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, not the prophet Jesus of 2000 years ago, but that one that would rise from us in the last days and be taken up into the will with the great Mahdi. Yes, the honorable Elijah Muhammad continues. Every prophecy of prophets prophesying of destruction is aimed at America. This dreadful and awful trouble that is divinely focused at America. I say to you, my black brothers and black sisters, seek refuge in Allah, fly to Allah and come follow me to the honorable Elijah Muhammad and the God that he represents. He closes with, the end of the war, desolations are determined. Remember this. He says, keep waiting with your disbelief and doubt. 
and you shall soon come to know that what Elijah Muhammad has said to you and written in his articles and books to us is most certainly the truth. Swing low, sweet chariot, the destructive power of the will above our heads. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad in an article titled The Battle in the Sky is Near, also appearing in Muhammad Speaks, he writes of the will, the mother plane, in these words. It is the largest mechanical man-made object in the sky. It is a small human-built planet made for the purpose of destroying the present world of the enemies of God. The cost to build such a plane is staggering. The finest brains were used to build it. It is capable of staying in outer space six to 12 months at a time without coming into the Earth's gravity. It carries 1,500 bombing planes with the most deadliest explosive, the type used in bringing up mountains on the Earth. The very same method is to be used in the destruction of this world. The bombs are equipped with motors and the toughest of steel was used in making them. This steel drills and takes the bombs into the earth at a depth of one mile and is timed not to explode until it reaches one mile into the earth. This explosion produces a mountain one mile high, destroying everything within a 50 square mile range. Not one bomb will fall into water. They will all fall on cities, as Ezekiel saw and heard in his vision of it. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 10, verse 2, that this will is terrible. It is seen, but do not think of trying to attack it. Elijah Muhammad writes, that would be suicide. He continues with, the small circular made planes called flying sorcerers, which are much talked of being seen, could be from this mother plane. This is only one of the things in store for the enemy's evil world. Believe it or believe it not. This is to warn you and me to fly to our own God and people. These wheels have been seen since 1929, and they have not attacked any city or anyone. We're talking about the destructive power of the wheel. Yet to many, they have been harmless. They have not attacked one city, but they have been seen over the cities of the earth. Millions have seen them, and they have hovered over the most sensitive military bases of every nation that has nuclear weapons. And they have shown their power to neutralize these dreadful or intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMS, that are loaded with nuclear power. Yet one of these wheels can come over the place where these silos are and where these missiles are, and these missiles cannot be fired. In fact, they can do what they have, they, they can do what they have done, render these things in, inoperable, praise be to Allah. When they leave, they can restore it to its original condition. The scientists that made these intercontinental ballistic missiles thought of every possibility that could render these missiles inoperable. And yet they felt that it was foolproof. And then a wheel came over the place where these missiles were and showed them that they had no power to move the missiles at all. Just the presence of the wheel has stopped automobiles from moving, turned the lights of a whole city or region off. They have incredible power that God is showing you that he can take you out in the twinkling of an eye. 
No wonder Ezekiel cried out when he saw this magnificent masterpiece of mechanics. I'll state it again, and this time it's coming from my mouth. Oh, Will, oh, Will, you know our people in slavery used to sing a song, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, coming to carry me home. It was a band of angels coming after me, coming to carry me home. In the book of Ezekiel, it talks about these wheels in the uh, cherubims, cherubims, I have this word. All right, let me see, speak. Cherubims and the honorable Elijah Muhammad said it only means the presence of angels on these wheels, angels that are human beings. So in the Bible, it teaches be careful how you entertain strangers, for you may be entertaining angels unaware. That's Hebrews 13, 2. No little green men with olive skin and funny looking heads, human beings that look just like you and me, but they are members of the original nation the power of which you have not seen displayed. It was your time to rule <clears throat> and you have not even the brains to build a mechanical object like that, which is above your head. So teaches the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And if you built one like it, you could not get it up into outer space. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad asked the question, why are you spending billions of dollars wasting your money to fight a war that is written you were, that is, wait, a war that is that it is written you were born to lose from the day you were made he said if i were your enemy i would just give up now he says you know that's wise because whenever you meet a force that you can't overcome you give up in the mixed martial arts when you cannot overcome the force that is pressing you you tap out america you can't win this one tap out why waste the taxpayers money building planes when you have nothing that can attack this but it can attack you anytime it desires the jesus is connected to the wheel his movements are like the movements of the wheel when you think he's here he's there when you think he's there he's here when you think he's up he's down the wheels move like that there's nothing in existence that you have that can stop on a dime go north go south go east go west go up go down and then move so fast that it is almost like they're moving at the speed of light not that they are but their movement is so fast now you see them now you don't and this is why my beloved black brothers and sisters the scriptures warn us that vengeance is mine god says in romans 12 and 19. in the book of psalms chapter 46 verse 10 God says to his people, be still and know that I am God. I am your defender. I am your protector. Vengeance is mine. Brothers and sisters, what do you look like with your little pop gun when God has put a weapon above your head that is for your and my deliverance? Swing low, sweet chariot. Our old, excuse me, our old ancestors sang it because they knew that this was not their home, but God would take them to their home. If you're thinking, but if it is only a half mile by a half mile, how are we all going to fit in it? It wasn't made for us all to fit in it, but the earth is a wide expanse for you to fit in it. And the will, after it finishes its work, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you'll have much space for you to move out and make a way for yourself. 
because when that wheel gets finished, it's work. There won't be, unfortunately, much human life left on the planet Earth unless the leaders choose life. Elijah Muhammad and Louis Farrakhan, the capstone of UFO studies. In closing, I've talked to many UFOlogists and they knew nothing about the destructive side of the wheel because in their study of the wheel, they never saw that, nor have they ever known that. And that is why Professor Michael Lieb in his book called The Children of Ezekiel included the nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad and Louis Farrakhan. Professor Lieb is a professor of English and a research professor of humanities, also a senior fellow at the Divinity School at the University of Chicago. During an October 16, 2000, a three one-on-one -on -one interview with the Final Call newspaper to the question, tell us about your book, Children of Ezekiel, in which you include Minister Farrakhan. Professor Lee's response was, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan represent the capstone to the study of so-called UFOs. What is the meaning of capstone? It is the crowning point. It is the most important element it is the decisive factor. All of the scholars that talk about these UFOs, they talk, but they don't know the reality. They don't know the aim. They don't know its purpose, but they know something about it after observing it, after studying it, but they believe it comes from somewhere else. So why are the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Louis Farrakhan the capstone of that study? The scientists of the world think that it's from someone somewhere else other than earth because they have never seen from any scientists of any nation on earth the ability to produce what they have been observing and studying in their minds they are the masters of the earth and its people and they know of no one that could produce what they have been looking at from this planet so they call these wheels extraterrestrial well the bible teaches satan deceived the whole world but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that 98% of the people of the Aboriginal people have been mastered, but from 2% that they have not mastered has come that which is above their heads. It is the clearest sign. If you say that the technology is so far ahead of you that the scientists are already bowing and admitting that they are absolutely overcome, dumbfounded, amazed, awestruck and outstanding by the majesty of the wisdom being displayed by the wheel, then why don't you want to submit then that one, Allah God is present and two, God is the most wise. And since you don't have any wisdom to match that, then the most wise is present. Since you have no power to reach it, but it has the power to reach you anytime it desires, then know that a superior or supreme power is present, then why won't you admit that God has entered into the equation, fulfilling everything that has been prophesied of the coming of God, the coming of the great Mahdi, and the, pres and the presence of the Christ slash the presence of the Messiah. So as you are trying to find the meaning of these UFOs, you talk to your scholars, but they didn't know that this existed before Elijah Muhammad taught it, before they ever saw it. Well, why didn't you come to the man that God taught about this? The FBI did, but 
they act as though it doesn't exist. They hide the knowledge of this from the American people. They refuse to tell the American people what they know about the existence of the great wheel and the 1500 little wheels that are inside the great wheel. The capstone with the all seeing eye represents God's search of the earth for his people, the lost sheep that he would find and restore and make them the head and not the tail. The capstone of the pyramid of knowledge sitting on the top of the knowledge of this world. I say to you, you can't compete or complete or perfect anything that you have done or desire to do without the knowledge of that will and the science and technology that is in it, on it, and coming from it. Professor Lieb, in his interview with The Final Call, further states that when it comes to the nation of Islam, it is a study of the mother plane and its apocalyptic overstones. What did he mean, apocalyptic? Apocalyptic means describing or prophesizing that complete, and excuse me, or prophesizing the complete destruction of the world, resembling the end of the world, momentous or catastrophic, or of or resembling the biblical apocalypse. And no one on this earth is speaking like that, but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Minister Louis Farrakhan. All praise is due to Allah. Listen, all praise is due to Allah. Family, make sure you all get this article um, from the final call. And listen, I was into the into this uh to the article, so I couldn't see you all's comments. But walaikum salam to all of the viewers. Peace and blessings, fam. I thank you all for tuning in. This again is the um, final call um, uh, centerfold by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking on the truth of the great mother wheel. So family, you all can definitely get the article. All you have to do is text um, uh, Farrakhan to the number below 844-479-6969 and you will be able to receive this digital copy. And also, if you missed the video we did yesterday, reading the article um, excerpt from, of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad from what he wrote in this mighty book, The Fall of America, you can go back on my YouTube and watch it. Again, if you want to um, get any of the books by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad or the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, you can go to store.finalcall.com and get your books, family. Get your books so that way you can read it for yourself. Everything that he has studied, taught, you know, he has put it in these books. You can read more for yourself about the um, Great Mother Wheel uh, for yourself in Fall of America, as well as in Message to the Black Man. So I thank you all for tuning in. Um, and I thank you all. If you all have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate. Leave me a comment below, and I will be sure to get back to you. I don't see any comments here, but I'm grateful that you all tuned in. Please share this, tag someone in this video, so that way they can get the knowledge of this great will and understanding how valuable we are to the God himself who came to save us. We're taught that from the, from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that God did not come to destroy us. He came to seek and to save us and that which was lost. So we are his, his people and that is our God. So let's accept our own and be ourselves. I thank you all for tuning in. May God continue to bless you all with the light of understanding. Assalamu alaikum.